VH1 cinematic universe. Flatulence-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In the world of reality TV recap podcasts, the dedicated hosts who discuss these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as Rewind the Love. These are our hot takes. Wow. <laughs> now that was something. <laughs> Decided to change things up this week in honor of uh, Big Dick Wolf himself. Big Dick Wolf? <laughs> BDW Energy? I guess. Oh, wow. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I know this was an unusual start, but I figured I'd change things up. It's going to start and people just be like, what the fuck did I put I on? I know. <laughs> just keeping you on your toes. Uh, we're we are still recapping we're still, I Love still New York. Same, we're, we're still the yes. same podcast. Um, hi, I'm, I'm Sonia. I'm Mike. How's everybody doing? I know you can't answer, and I ask you this every week, but... Well, you can answer. We unfortunately just can't hear you, but yeah, I mean, reach out to us on right, Twitter or something. Just like, it's like you're a ghost. Oh, oh wait, that was what last episode. No, that was... I mean, that's what I say all the time. It was like ever since that tweet that was like, the closest human beings will ever come to knowing what it feels like to be a ghost is like listening to a podcast and like hearing podcast hosts ask a question and knowing the answer but like they can't hear you or something <laughs> i explained that very poorly it is more succinctly done in the tweet but i always very much agreed with the sentiment but last week was uh the blood oath yes blood oath it was more on theme with that week but it's an ever relevant topic anyway so sorry about not delivering last week we had recorded an episode but we both just sounded terrible i think i don't know what the fuck it wasn't, was going on with it us it wasn't up to our standard right that's the thing because you guys aren't tuning into the show to listen to us like kind of give flat affect one word answers <laughs> flat <and> chillins <laughs> that's not what you guys tune in <laughs> yes. for so we wanted to give you a better more enthusiastic product yes. and we didn't have time to do that until right now <laughs> i mean it does yes our our schedules are hectic a lot but as Sonya just kind of pointed out, it's... We appreciate your patience. Yes. We want it to be good. We did not think it lived up to our standard when listening back. I mean, what are sure. our standards? I, well, but yes. The gold <laughs> standards. standards are all over the place, but Five-star review standards. Yeah, anyway, I guess that's a good segue into that, go. right? Rate, review, subscribe, tell friends who yes. don't suck. Five stars, please. Don't hold that weird intro against me. I'm, I'm just trying something different I you hope can give a five star and say you know what maybe go back to the old intro or give a five <laughs> star doing this intro forever no, I I just... or give a five star and say oh that was really funny i liked it i wrote it in like three seconds right before we started recording the last one so i don't know i'm like kind of proud of it but you know whatever well that's one great way you could support us another is <laughs> really trying to keep me on track today we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash rewind the love pod. We are about to drop the year 2005, Woo. which was more fun to talk about than it was to experience, I think, personally, for I guess. me. I would say my junior year was pretty good. I mean, it's in yeah. there. I mean, it's the I'm first sure it year. Was. Yeah. Like, life is better when you're popular, playing, everybody. So. <laughs> playing football is the first year, like, the high, our high school ever made it to the playoffs pretty damn awesome that sounds exciting that was also I'm not actually being as facetious as i sound i'm sure that that was exciting for you it was i also fucked up my ankle pretty bad that year 
That doesn't right sound good. Right before the season. It, that sucked. I see that and raise you getting rushed to the hospital for alcohol poisoning and spending the rest of the school year grounded. There you go. That's rough. So. Although I think I scrimmaged against Victor Cruz, former New York Giant. That's exciting. In your face. You, I guess. Yes. No, it's yeah. you're really trying to one up how shitty my damn right I am. Oh, you had a really shitty 2005? Let me talk about something else interesting <laughs> that happened to me. <laughs> No, but it's more fun. It's it's a lot of fun to talk about. It was fun to talk about songs and TV shows and I don't know, just what VH1 thought was important back then. Plus all the stuff they didn't think that was important back then. Can y'all believe that they didn't, between two I love those of the 2000s, they didn't fucking talk about Tom Cruise jumping on the couch talking about how much he loved Katie Holmes? That's true. That was was so weird to me. And I realized in 2004 they didn't talk about Oprah, you get a car. That's when that like really yes. started. Well, that I mean, well, she had been giving out gifts the whole time, but the whole like you, the actual yes. you got a car, you got a car, you, you got get a car. bees. What is that? That's from something. No, I will actually. They they took that moment and made it like her releasing bees. Oh, okay. I'm guessing <sighs> that you didn't it's come like home to Oprah nightmare. on Never, at four no. o'clock. Oh my god! I was at football practice. Well, that's and true. then if not at football practice, I was at track practice. I was a thrower, not Again, a sprinter. Again, a very different life than I've experienced. Yes. I kind of come to terms sometimes with the fact that, like, if this was the Breakfast Club, like, Wait, you're like, Andy and I'm oh. Allison. Andy, Emilio Estevez? Yeah. Emilio! Oh, boy. Nice. No, I probably, yeah. I'd be- I was, like, not goth, but, like, I was, like, pretty Allison. You were more the to yourself. No, not to yourself. You had friends. Yeah. And friends. But more of the, I don't know what to say. Not, Not like popular. other girl. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you didn't have to say it. I can say it. Okay. Anyway, speaking of Patreon, though, we do have a new Patreon. Thank you so much, Dierica. Woo! We Thank you. We are so grateful for your longtime listening as yes. well as your contribution. And yeah, if you want to hear us talk for multiple hours i think what was it like five hours almost worth of 2005 is at least five hours so if you like this we've got more of it it's probably a little bit more candid and unhinged a lot of a lot of rambling a lot of stories so if that's we try to stay on track yeah we try to stay on track only donate one dollar a month and you can just get thanked but (laughs) but all yes you're all very much loved and appreciated we hope you still enjoy i mean so there, we have a lot of fun with it. I mean, that's Listen, really the thing. It I brings back a lot of fun memories. I think to myself that I well, create, I try to create the type of podcast I want to listen to. Yes. And I hope that you want to listen to as well. Exactly. Yeah. And while listening, you can follow along with us. Um, By just Google, Google searching. Just Google it. That's all I'm going to say. I did sort of have a funny kind of segue to talk about. Oh, shit. My well, no, that actually, it worked out fine. Just if you want to watch along with us, like just I love Google New York, it. you'll be fine. Just Google it. You got it. You can find it. Don't spend like $60 on like an eBay version of this or something. Right. Please. Oh my God. Oh my. No, it's actually way more expensive than that. I it might up. be. I saw like a used thing on Walmart or something. It's really fucking expensive. And also don't just, you don't need to buy it. Just find it. You'll find it. Find it on You're good. somewhere. Anyway. So last week was my mom's birthday and We went over to her house and did, like, socially distant dinner, you know, whatever. We just kind of were talking about different stuff. And I didn't realize that, like, we had never really talked to her about our show. Like, she knows that it exists. 
she doesn't know aware. what we say or and she she knows what podcasts do, are really? and stuff yeah. like that but like she and she's like vaguely familiar with what we do but like we had never really had a conversation about it which is absurd because we talk about everything yeah she was asking us so she was like so what exactly like what is the show like so it's the one with flavor flav right and i was like well we haven't done one with flavor flav in a while you know we're on this other one and i kind of just started breaking down the journey of flavor flav and then new york and then the i and then the rock of love things and whatever and it slowly started to occur to me that, like, she was not familiar with this at all. Like, she doesn't even know who New York was. And we were kind of explaining to her, like, no, she's, like, considered the most iconic reality television star of all time. And she was like, really? And so I showed her a picture. She's like, what does she even look like? And I was like, I showed her a picture. She's like, I think I know what she looks like. I'm like, probably because you've seen, like, memes. Yes. <laughs> My mom is, like, pretty... She's pretty current. She's, like, pretty cool. She's more caught up on Insecure than I am, which is, like, really embarrassing for me. For you, yes. For me, personally. And, you know, what What else was I saying? Oh, that I was, because we were watching the, um, the Emmys by her the other day, yesterday, too. And I was, like, trying to, like, youth-splain who, like, her, like, H-E-R, like, the singer yes. is. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, I know her. And I'm like, okay. Uh- also, because she watches, like, Grownish and stuff, too. So I'm like, okay, so you've got cooler music taste than me as well. Anyway, so my reason for bringing this up was, I don't know, if you follow me, you will see that I tweet stuff my mom says sometimes, because I think she's fucking hilarious. She's uh very much a Virgo, where she's just very blunt and to the point, but sometimes it's just hilarious. Like, her whole thing about alpacas last night. That was funny. And... <laughs> So I was thinking that at some point, I feel like we should have her, because she's never, as we've established, ever watched a a VH1CU thing before. Like, our VH1CU. She's watched VH1 before. We used to watch Best Week Ever and Family and, like, that kind of stuff. But she's never seen, like, one of these Of Love spinoffs. And at some point soon, we are going to try to get her on the podcast, responding with fresh eyes to something in season one of Flavor of Love. I am Might torn. be kind of like, I think we should so do a I'm watch torn. along to get live reactions. Maybe. But we almost can't tell her we're recording. Like, we'd have to, no. like, secretly put a she microphone would, there. First of all, she would kill us. She's, she's like, terrible about seeing herself on camera. Like I No, we're not going to film it. Just record it with the microphone. Oh, no. We, I like, hide it under, like, the living room table. No, I don't want to do it that way. I think that we need to, like. It's how you get actually... the real reactions. No, though. we're going to. No. I just trust me. I've I've got I put thought into it. The only thing I have had trouble putting thought into is whether we do the first episode just to like get her up to speed and like give her a sense of what's going on or if we do season 1 episode 8 because not only is it obviously the most iconic moment of the pumpkin new york fight yeah. but it's also the episode where sister patterson comes and especially like as a parent you know, that she's your a, sister Patterson. Of a um, <laughs> willful and challenging daughter, you know, I think she might maybe relate, maybe enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. Let us know what y'all think. I I might put up a I put up a a poll on Instagram the other day, but it was like Saturday, the day after like RBG died, and it was like a very chaotic 
time on social media. So I may, barring any other fucking tragedies, but it, like based on how 2020 is going, who knows? You know, just every, wake up something terrible every day that I don't know. So just keep an eye out for a poll. Let us know what you think would be the best one for her to watch. And if you suggest something else, I'm I promise you we will get to it eventually. Some other season of some show. A lot of people said uh, do hottie and the chicken thing. I, I feel like I might just show her that moment so she can get a little oh bit God. more context, but I don't think like the whole episode is no, worth watching, yeah. but I don't know. So it's between the, the premiere episode of Flavor of Love season one or the pumpkin New York fight slash Sister Patterson's first appearance. It's a tough one. I know. So let us know what you think. Oh boy. Anyway, a lot has happened since we last recorded. I feel like our after the last episode dropped like a bunch of reality tv news blew up and a lot of stuff has happened since anyway right now let's see there's a lot of bravo universe pregnancies between ashley darby which is like a whole fucking thing like after i went on that whole rant like the next day it popped up on instagram like baby number two with my cheating piece of shit husband I oh my god I don't know can we get her out of there like who who do we have to contact to like save her from that situation (laughs) he fucking cheated on her again that's how this latest episode starts oh my god and he claims he claims and all the girls like you know I have to say all the ladies were really good about it because that's first of all it first first of all if you're not watching Potomac I say this every week you have to fucking watch it it's just, it's the best reality TV there is right now. It's so fucking good. But you know it's good because the cast, like, even when they're being nice to each other and, like, kind of just focused on B-plots, it's still interesting. It's still entertaining. Hmm? Fucking Monique's got a bird. And it's just, somehow that's hilarious and entertaining to For me. whatever reason, I thought of Mo- Monique. Oh, not, not that Monique. Charm School and, like, no. imagine her just having, like, a parrot on her shoulder while talking I mean, to the women. That's, like, what this Monique has, basically. That's awesome. This is Monique Samuels. That's the one, Chris, Chris's wife. Like, it would be cool to have one, but it would also be terrible. They live forever. That's the really hard it, part about it. 60, 70 years? They live like, like almost human say, length think, lives. Yeah. I think my uncle had a bird and it's like, I couldn't even tell. My whole life, obviously. Right. But I couldn't even tell you. if I, It's probably still alive. Old as hell. I'm not going to go into the whole thing because this isn't like a Bravo podcast. No shade to them. I love them. But like Michael, every season, it's a fucking plot point that Michael cheats on Ashley in some way, shape or form. And it's like he decided this year, you know what? I'm fucking tired of everybody calling me gay so i'm just gonna cheat on her with a woman this time and there's like photographic evidence he's like in a hotel room clearly with a woman with a well the woman took the picture and his claim was that he got drunk and was so starved for affection because she's so focused on her several month old i was just gonna say their child oh my god i i know that like i appreciate that this is such a baffling concept for you but like you would not believe how many men out there get resentful of their wives or their babies because their wives are giving attention to their babies that's just ridiculous I, I appreciate that you feel that way about it. it it's but like, utterly it's, ridiculous. Like, as, throw the fuck up. As the person who will be having your baby, I genuinely appreciate that you feel that way about it, but it yeah. is not uncommon. It's a fucking baby. I, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's your fucking child. He didn't even want this kid in the first place. It's just such a mess. I feel so bad for her. So anyway, so he claims that he was starved for affection mm-hmm. and this woman was being extra flirty with him. So he went back to her, t- her hotel room, but he was so drunk <laughs> that he um, fell asleep before oh anything happened yeah, but then the picture is of him in his boxers so it's like why yeah. would you if you were really that uncomfortable why would you get undressed in front of this woman yeah and like as i think giselle points out like sir you're kind of famous in this area now like why would you put yourself in a situation to get busted like this unless exactly. that's what it was always to me like it seemed like a cry for help type of thing mm. I don't know. It just was. It's so weird. We need to get her out of there. By the way, she is a year and four days older than me, Ashley. Wow. She's so young. How old is he? Well, she was always the youngest. Uh, Anyway, he is in his 50s. Wow. Yeah. I mean, no age shaming, of course, but he's just a piece of shit. Like, Potomac is really underrated for having terrible, like, men. Clearly. It's, I think, the only, like, actually good. Actually, the new one, Wendy's husband, seems pretty nice. She's hysterical. I just, I, I know I say it every week. She's spectacular. And her husband's really hot. But um, also, I think, like, uh, White Chris, the one who did the R&B vows. Okay. He seems pretty good. And then the rest of them are all terrible. The Chris Samuels is always like, oh, well, like, you're so busy and we never have sex anymore. And she's like, I'm trying to bring in money for the family. Like, are you, like, really? Like, if it was up to him, she would be, oh, they were having a really disgusting conversation. Like, all the men were having a disgusting conversation about getting vasectomies. And he's like, oh, I don't, I'm not even going to go into it. It was just so fucking weird. I'm a he's, man. He said that the only way he was saying to one uh, to Wendy's husband, that the only way he would agree to do it is if she would have sex with him whenever he wanted. That's just stupid. It's a lot of terrible. I have really no other opinion. I know. On it. I can't just, just go like, it's just stupid. Like saying like, oh, only if you have, it's like, bro, like that's not how life works. Also, vasectomies are reversible. Exactly. Also, in the Bravo universe, in terms of pregnancies, uh, Jax and Brittany announced today that uh, Brittany is pregnant. <sighs> May the Lord protect and cover that child from the absolute toxic people it will be cursed with as parents. I wonder who the godparents are going to be. Well, she has a s- sister. I don't remember. And who knows? Like, we're so behind on them and that shit. I never remember. I, I don't know. We haven't watched them in a very, very long time. I don't even know who they're even still friends with at this point. No one. Basically. Basically. Friends. The only ones that matter are Tom and Ariana, and I don't think they're friends with them anymore. Hmm. Interesting. So. Uh, what else happened? Keeping up with the Kardashians is ending. Yes, it's been that long since we put out a podcast. That news is old at this point, but yes. it really is an end of an era. I feel like that should have yeah, been no, forever. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. I never really got into it. There's a point, like, I watched a few episodes it's just because, but it's not like I was like, you know, fuck this. So it was like, eh, it's just not for it, me. It got hard for me to watch once, like, once they became famous enough that their stories were, like, big time news that you were getting all the time. Because it was, like, a weird thing because, for example, when shows like The Osbournes and Newlyweds came out, like, obviously there were tabloids to report on those kinds of things, but social yeah. media wasn't a thing in the same way. Whereas, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like, that gossip proliferated in the like got proliferated in the social media era so it was kind of like inescapable and it was like you'd hear the story break but then you'd watch it play out a couple months later and it's like i don't really care 
you know? Yeah. And then my mom, and then I kind of gave up on it, but then my mom started watching it, which is weird to bring her up again. My mom started watching it because she loves a good big family because she came from one. Yes. So she loves, whether be it fictional or real life, she loves a big family. And she stopped watching when Kanye made Kim get rid of all of her clothes. Uh. That was her thing. She's like, that was too much. He was too controlling. So Uh, yeah, it's end of an era. I remember when, like, Kylie and Kendall were just, like, little babies. And also, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer finally (laughs) dropped. I will be giving it a shot. Obviously. The only thing that seems especially interesting to me, I mean, they're not all Mormons, which is a little surprising. I would have. Very surprising. I mean, it's not really that surprising. I think, like, one is, like, like, fully Mormon. I think one is, like, formerly, well, two are formerly Mormon. I don't know what one of them is doing now, but one of them is converting to Islam. There's a Pentecostal one who's the one I'm interested in because she's, like, the description of her. First of all, she's black and living in Utah. I already have questions. But she is the like heir to a mega church in the Pentecostal faith. And in order for her to receive her inheritance, she had to marry her step grandfather. That's weird. I. <laughs> You, you well, think? no, I know, yeah. You like, think? Like, really? Like, easily the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. And I mean, obviously, it's not actually incest, but if somebody has known you from the time you were an infant and that person was not an infant and married to your grandmother, um, I Sounds think like it's Keith fucking Richards. weird. That's definitely some Rolling Stones type shit. By the way, we're also doing the 100 most shocking moments in rock and roll. I feel like the Rolling Stones should be arrested for crimes against humanity. To hear about why, listen to those episodes. Yes. Patreon.com slash rewind the love pod. And the most relevant to our purposes, by the way, though, was the One Mo Chance trailer that Woo! dropped Exciting. during this time. I y'all know that I wasn't super enthused about it. We're going to be covering it on Patreon or whatever anyway. Damn right. But actually, the trailer made me a little bit more excited. I don't know. Maybe it's because Zeus knows how to cut a promo. Zeus, Ray J. <laughs> Zeus the wrestler? What? Zeus was a failure <laughs> as a wrestler. Actually, Zeus the wrestler was, uh, what's his name? The fuck can I remember his name now? His fucking, what? I think, not Debo. Was it Debo from Friday? You haven't seen Friday anyway. I'm familiar with who Debo oh. is, though. I don't know if it was Debo. He looks like him, but I can't remember if that's who he is. Never mind. Ignore me now. I mean, Ray J and Princess Love are executive producing, so it's like a little bit VH1 full circle, despite the fact that it's not happening on VH1. I did not realize, though, that Zeus was like created, founded, whatever, by King Batch. If you were a Vine, Vine person, yes. you'll Vine know guy. who he is. Just Google him. I'm sure you'll recognize his face. I hate him. I think that he is partially responsible for the reason why racism exists in its current form. Mm. I just think he gave white kids an excuse to laugh at black stereotypes before their brains were formed enough to know that they were harmful. And I think that he profited off that. And granted, we are sort of reaping the benefits of it in terms of having a platform for Chance's reality show. But 
at what cost? And I'm not talking about the $4 a month for Zeus. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, the show looks good, and New York makes an appearance, which is very exciting. It she is looks exciting. a lot like Sister Patterson in the trailer, which was weird because she looks really beautiful on Brunch with Tiffany, which is also back. That's pretty cool. When does that start? It started already. Oh, really? Several weeks in. Nice. Yeah. I think she has Trixie Mattel on. Oh, at okay. Some point. And Bob the Drag Queen, who is like one of my favorite from the Drag Bob Race. Bob the Drag Queen. One of my favorite from the uh, the world of Drag Race. Oh I'm my trying gosh! To come up with something clever there's there. there's no date for one more chance yet, but when there is one, we will let you know. Just one of those like coming to Zeus. Yeah, it just says coming soon. I mean, it's already filmed, as far as we know. It seems. I mean, there's they said like you see a lot of highlights. There's actually a scene that's in a trailer that I remember seeing probably like over a year ago. Jeez. like that somebody had recorded on a phone and he put up on instagram like what like whatever reality show coming soon and i was like yeah okay and now here we are exciting nuts i hope it is and it seems I like his with good. his brother being involved too after you know real r.i.p not being around I mean, yeah it's the other brother we think it's gotta be yeah because they talk too much about the stallionaires, and they are the stallionaires. I mean, I don't really know. It was him and the brother. Or the brothers. It was the three of them. No, I know, but I don't remember if that's the one. Like, I mean, they uh, look alike, and they, but they don't show him for long enough for us to be sure, and they don't give a name. So, true. I mean, I'm hoping that it's him. I'm hoping that the show is good. I am looking forward to it, I guess. Hopefully, you all are, too. Yes. And we had a question. Was You did the AMA. So, I was bored at work. A couple weeks ago and did like an AMA. <laughs> so funny to hear. I was bored at work. Did an AMA. Like literally. Like, like, work? What are you doing? It no, was it was no, raining and no customers were coming in. So I did an AMA on our Instagram and longtime listener, friend of the show, Justin, asked who we'd cast on an all-star flavor of love. It was a great question. We needed some time to think about it and we've thought about it and- yeah, do you want to go over your answers? We also did I Love New York. We're going to hold off on doing Rock of Love because we, we forgot, need more people. We forgot who all seasons. of those people yeah. are. And uh But yeah. we've had two of each so far. We've I had mean, two we're still of each. on I Love New York. Yeah, but we've got a good enough sense of who exactly. they are to know. Okay. Um how do we want to do this? I'll just go through my ten quick and that's it, and then you do yours. Okay. We'll see Sounds where we good. compare, where we defer. That's not what the that's okay where we defer where we're different no, differ that? not defer defer means to like oh give i defer over. to you yes. yes where we differ yes apologies it was where we accent. compare doesn't make any sense either either way uh where we have the similarities where the we agree where we disagree well, I agree to disagree. You don't need to. Okay. <laughs> I, actually, I think when we read them last time, we generally agreed on everybody on between both lists. So I'm, but right. I forgot what your list was. So read it to me again and the people. All right. So for Flavor of Love All Stars, my list is as follows I have Hottie, Smiley, Buck Wild, Bucky, Nibbles, Sirius, Crazy, Safari, Rain and Goldie. So what was your logic behind putting the list together, by the way? I think that would have been an important thing to establish first. I feel like there were people who maybe didn't get enough of a chance, such right. as 
Rain and Nibbles. Because mm-hmm. Nibbles seemed fine. Like, she had some fun, you know. Mm-hmm. She was a good character. Sex positivity icon. I'm the other. I mean, Hottie, you have to have. She's too good at TV. I mean, my list is base is very similar. Yeah, it's like we didn't make the lists together. We did them separately. Pretty much, weirdly, had Saf- very similar lists. Safari went home literally day one mm-hmm. with was it H Town or whatever the fuck yep. her name was. Yeah. So she should have another chance. I just like serious and crazy. I think Bucky was good too. Like she was pretty good TV. I, I I disagree. Well, let me go over my list. She's so a my logic quiet, and Goldie's the like. I don't want to say comic relief. Yeah, but no, I but do liter- enjoy. But you do her. want to say comic relief because yeah. that's literally what she's she fun is. in the house. I like when she like just shits or shits on them and like, but has fun with it in yeah. like the friendly way. My list is very similar. I think we only differed on like two or three people. Hmm. My list is Hottie, unsurprisingly. Of course, Goldie, Pumpkin, Buckwild, Boots, Nibbles, Red Oyster, Rain, Safari, and Smokey. For the wild card. See, we did okay. Yeah, no, I I felt like it was very similar logic where I wanted to give people a shot who didn't necessarily get one, which is why, you know, as you said, Safari but and Rain, but also like Red Oyster left us too soon. Maybe she was married, maybe not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And Smokey, she was just hilarious, even though she was there for one episode. So I would have liked to see more of her. I disagree with your decision of putting crazy and big surprise and serious and well, no, one's and, there from Bu- and honestly Bucky How dare you? Wait, Bucky or Buck Wild? Bucky. Oh, okay. No, I'm okay with Because you. I think I thought you were going to say Buck Wild. Them, I was going to be like, are you serious? I put Buck Wild on my list. I know. It's what I would have No, the made three sense. of them are like pretty boring like i like i like bucky as a, i mean they're all fine people well we don't know what in terms of chris crystal and her sex trafficking situation what remember i told you this that she was caught up in like uh like she was caught in some kind of um i don't know what to call it like a house in atlanta Jesus. i think i i forgot the story so don't quote me out that i but i feel like she was arrested for sex trafficking related charges like not like she was working like Fuck. she was a she was a madam of some type. I don't really know gotcha. the deal. I, I just feel like they're kind of... Well, I know, but if it's like exploitation well, of no, your of employees, course, yes. we don't like that. No, not at all. But I believe that the three of them were like pretty boring in terms of storylines. Like I said, like I like Bucky in particular, but I feel like without Boots kind of gassing her up, She's not super interesting. I know that she's got her own reality okay. TV career now, but she was not so like she's a, pretty successful, isn't she? Well, I think successful is relative, but I think that she wasn't really a standout personality from that show. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I would have rather given her spot to somebody who I think would have made things more interesting without needing to be part of a, a pair True. to have to do it. Also, I love New York. We might as well. That'll be our segue into the actual yes. episode, which is like low-key kind of boring, but we're going to make it fun. My choices are 12-pack, Chance, Real, Mr. Boston, White Boy, Entertainer, Midget Mac, Mr. Wise, Punk, and I guess very surprising, Bones. Not that surprising because I also put Bones because he was great. He was sort of that same Goldie sort of vibe. Yes. So I appreciated what he brought to the house. And not the NBC show. Yeah. Uh, Fox. It was Fox? Fox. Oh, whoops. Yeah. I was wrong. 
Were they married in real life, by the way? I think they ended up getting married in real life. Am I crazy? What's his name? Dave Boreanaz? Bar- yeah, David Boreanaz. Angel? Wasn't he on that show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They might be. It's actually a very good... Zoe Deschanel's uh, sister. Yeah. Huh. They might be, now that you mention it. I feel like... I don't know why I thought that they were, but I might. I could be wrong. But yeah. I don't really feel like looking it up, because I don't really care. No, nah, it's whatever. My list is pretty similar. There was like a couple places where we differed, I think. Chance, Real, Mr. Boston, White Boy, Bones, Romance, mm. Mr. Wise, Entertainer, Midget Mac, and Taylor Made. I mean, you kind of need him for a villain. Because that's the thing. Like, I sit there and I look back at my list and I was like, well, I don't really have a villain. I kind of wish his arc was a little bit different. Like, I think it's getting frustrating to watch that they make him like this sort of no like he just throws his money around but also he doesn't like stand up for himself yeah so it's just it's a very weird dynamic that he brings to the show but i think that he's entertaining like he's entertaining enough i just kind of wish that either he would be weak or he would be you know the money throwing guy yeah just like pick a lane i am resurrecting real obviously and i tried to do one of each initially i tried to do one of each sort of archetype but it got too difficult because so many of the guys are terrible especially on season two true and that's what made me choose originally i was going to try to do it that way which is why i chose entertainer over 12 pack because in my mind they're sort of the the paired off ones yeah you know the italian guys from the new york metro area like meathead type dudes. I like Entertainer more than I like 12 Pack. I find 12 Pack to be so painfully here for TV, which is also why I mean, kind of Punk it, but... didn't make my list either. True. I mean, obviously, all, most of these guys are here for TV. I, yeah. I understand all of that. But it just is like, if, if you're being very transparent about it, I don't really have a ton of patience. Plus, I would have liked to see uh, Mis- and Romance for more time. That would be a lot of fun. Without I mean, he's getting... a wrestler now, and he's, like, doing his uh, AEW-adjacent thing, right? AEW-adjacent. He does, like, the indies. Yeah, well, no, I thought that he did He did promos with Cody Rhodes, though. He was on a promo. I can't remember. I don't know what the hell that was about, but I think you tagged me in it. Yeah, he's done a couple things like that. Like I But, feel I mean, like... maybe he was on, like, Dark or something. I gotta do a little more research. I mean, maybe he's... Because I, I remember, remember he was in that commercial, though, for... Was it AEW or was it wwe that he was like in the commercial to find oh, the... for the perfect partner for sean spears yeah yes he that was aew it was five although now sean ago. spears is doing his or own thing like COVID. that didn't turn into anything well yeah especially with covid too it's tough to bring a random person into the fold it's true and that's our list i'm really excited to do the rock of love one once i get to know them a little bit better yes i mean we kind of already know who we'd probably take from season one but anyway i don't know maybe because i feel like maybe some people get bumped out for inclusion. Well, that's true because I don't really know. I mean, season and, and who knows I know the flavor of love. Season three. No, I, I, I cannot imagine that I would take anybody on this list out for anybody in season three. I just don't know. Like, no shade to the ladies who sacrifice themselves to appear on season three, but the fact that we don't know who any of you are is not a good sign. Yes. In terms of entertainment value, we're gonna move along now. I think it is time for us to get into the episode now that we've been going on for a little while 
long enough. That's I feel like that kind of speaks to how the episode goes that I'm so much more excited to talk about the other stuff. But we're going to try to make it interesting. Please Always. tune in anyway. Don't let this intro fool you. We'll go details. I'll do my best narration that I possibly can. All right. Tell us what the episode is called. The episode, I Love New York, Season 2, Episode 6, titled, Nip Suck. We are not clear on what the suck is in reference to. Um, if you can figure it out, at Rewind Love Pod on Twitter and Instagram, at Sonia Marie Says on Twitter. If you can break it down for us, you're more than welcome. I I mean, I, re- I get what they're trying to do, based on how I the get, episode yes. goes. How did you feel about the episode, by the way? It sucked, right? It was boring? Or was that just me being negative Nancy? I feel like it's you being negative Nancy. Well, or sulking Sonia. Or like, we gotta come up with another name. Boo. Yes. Anyway. I thought it was like, my whole thing, yes. my I didn't think it was horrific. I thought there was, I guess, some moments. We'll go over it as we go through, though. I just hate right. seeing fucking Buddha. That's true. He, him like, being back like ruins the mood. Angry. Yes. Yeah. Him being back ruins the mood, especially when we know what kind of fucking terrible. And I can't he believe is. like he's kind of forcing me to be like a Flav and Brett apologist. Where like as as terrible as they are in their own ways, they're not like trying to hurt or manipulate people. They just do it inherently because they're selfish. Buddha like thinks that every interpersonal interaction is a game of chess. And that has to be an exhausting way to live. Mm. I just I just don't understand people like that. So this episode actually starts immediately where the last one ended. Yeah, very frustratingly. New York calls out Buddha and you kind of see the faces like, <gasps> what? Huh? Well, the way we pick up almost exactly where we left off, where she's saying, you know, I feel like I don't have control of what's going on in the house anymore. They could have just literally put like a to be continued. They should have. Last they should have done it that yes, way. It could have been a lot better and smoother. Well, this was a different time in terms of reality TV. So I actually realized because when I watched it back today, like prior to recording this, that she says, I'm going to chance it. Oh no, I know. To keep it, vague. she said it because I the once she said it, I was like, oh shit! Like so, now is when chance comes in. Although we now, we'll see after this episode, we'll get into some things for like on oh, the next time. Yeah, he comes it's, back. It's next not week, a spoiler but thing. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not technically a spoiler. It's in the preview. For it next is what I originally next week's episode. But. It is what I originally thought was going to happen. Well, I mean, I think they did it that way on purpose, but then they didn't really f- like. You would think that they would have framed it that way in the talking heads, like, "Oh, is Chance back? Is Chance yes. back?" But uh, no, she doesn't, and it's Buddha, unfortunately. So who would think that I? Who would think that I'd be in a situation being like, "Oh my God, bring Chance back instead, please." I like him. I don't, but I certainly dislike him less than I dislike Buddha, Mm -hmm. for sure. New York tells us that before Buddha can stay in the house, she's going to call each of the guys up one by one, and they must sign a piece of paper that says they are willing to bring him back. If you sign, you have love for New York. If you don't, you're a loser. A loser with a skinny wiener. It's a very manipulative way to go about um, getting people to sign a release. It really is kind of, yeah. That's It's, hey, he almost killed a guy. No, he obviously we didn't. Him, like, well, I mean, he I hit mean, him, honestly, he choked him. you fight on the stairs, it's risky. Oh, it's dangerous, yeah. 
So. And Buddha escalated the I don't entire think, fucking I mean, situation. I kind of feel like saying it's like sort of like the same thing with like Jess and Lacey last season where it's like obviously the person was OK and there's enough people around. But like really it's it's a very accident prone situation where people have gotten seriously injured yeah. or gravely injured. And, I mean, it's like they say like don't you know, dive into a sh- for all you know Lacey's pulling her into like a shallow end of a pool. I'm glad you finally come around to seeing this as seriously as I do. I mean I also think. She didn't go diving into the pool. She kind of pulled her in. But you never but know what could happen. Have, people have gotten paralyzed yes. that way. Don't you get never me on this know again. What could, yes, no, I get we'll keep, so angry. I just feel like... We'll keep moving along. New, so New York is like saying that... She's like blaming all of the guys for getting... For taking her choice away from her as if it's their fault that Buddha doesn't have control over his emotions. Because yes. as a reminder... He got this upset because Taylor made told him to worry about himself. That was it. Worry about your fucking self. I mean, as and far then as we know, that's it. But out. like Taylor Maid was saw. walking away more or less from the conversation. Not a, he was sitting at the table, and then he's like, "Worry about your fucking self, whatever." Buddha flips out, throws his orange juice on him, goes to get in his face, and then as like he's running away. He was pretty much just like, "Yo, like fuck off." Pretty much. I mean, I know this is completely paraphrasing and a terrible summary of what happened. And then he, like, pretty much headbutts him. Like, it, it looked like a very light, like, rubbing. Not like he headbutted well, that, him, but, like, they well, they so accidentally butted. it looks like it was probably... I mean, we talked about this before, but yeah. just to reiterate a little bit. It probably was that he... Just hate seeing him in again. He got hit in the head as they were kind of moving their heads exactly. around. But then he does, like, choke him. The stare part is different. He, like, hits him. He pokes him in the head at first. And it's like, all right, at least he's not, like, hitting him. And it's like, to but choke then he, like, somebody, pushes at his head. Really so he hits the wall. angry, I feel Yeah, like. he chokes him. At that point, it's kind of like, yo, like, not only should you pretty much just fucking, I'm going to say get kicked out, but, like, if Taylor made wanted to, he probably could have sued him in some That's sort. why I don't understand. Okay. So to get back into this, and also just like the idea that New York's like, I'm taking back control by bringing an unpredictable asshole into the house. Like, you're, how are you taking back control by like bringing in somebody who doesn't yeah. have any control over their emotions? No, fuck I don't fucking him. get it. I hate him. But they have to sign this safety waiver, and all of the guys make this big show about being like, oh, I have no problem with doing this. I yeah. feel safe. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You're a stand-up guy. Including Punk, who it's like, well, foreshadowing on how that fucking backfires exactly. on you. You know, first they came for TaylorMade, and I said nothing. Who's going to, con- like, whatever, however that expression goes. What? Who's coming to dinner? You know, the th- no. Guess who's it's coming like to dinner? Th- Is that a book? It's a movie, but it's look who's coming to dinner and then guess who or is it guess who's coming to dinner? And you think I would know as like a mixed person, but I don't. Well, can you guess who? Do you have a clue? The last person they bring up to sign, obviously, is TaylorMade, and they do this. They're really utilizing the shit out of this fight clip because they show it in the this week on, or previously on I Love New York, and then they show it when Buddha comes back in, I think, and then as he goes to sign the waiver. Well, she's trying to get him to come up. Well, either way. And then no, he's kind of like choking, of, hitting, this right. and that. Yes. And then he's like, oh, I'll, you know... I don't want to do it, but like I will because I really like you. Doing this for you. <sighs> what are you doing? Because it's fucking stupid that he's doing that. Like he should have Jeez. been like, no, you're not worth this, and goodbye. Yes. New York gives Buddha his chain. Asked you have love for New York. With him back, she actually asks him now to make the toast for the champagne celebration. All of this is just one of New York's tests to like push 
guys to their limits to like prove like i went on that whole thing i think it was last week about how new york won't accept love so she will do anything in her power to drive somebody away yes it's kind of like a kid in a 90s movie with like a step parent they don't like so they do a bunch of like tricks and traps to, like, the parent trap per- no well i guess that part of the parent trap movie. where they um where they, where they try camping. to get rid of yeah which like meredith yeah you know maybe justice for meredith like a little bit why because she wasn't really that mean she was just like trying to find a guy that she like and in fairness like but we find out later she's gonna Dennis send the Quaid kid to boarding like, school well like, yeah all because they're shit. being fucking bitch wait are you wait no i think no she only says the boarding school thing when when they're hanging out by the pool she overhears her talking on the phone before the camping trip I don't think it, I thought it was after the camping trip. Are you confusing it with it takes no, two? No, I'm not confusing with it takes two. Are you sure? Yes. I know it takes two to make a thing go right. Because but still. what's her name? What is her name in that? Vivian? No. Clarice. 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 Clarice Kensington. Of Kensington. That's right. Clarice Kensington. Clarice Kensington is a bitch. But Meredith, like, a little justice for Meredith. I may need to rewatch to confirm, but she's not Jeez. as bad as Clarice. Well, you know who's a lot worse? And that's Buddha. Cutting to the next morning, the guys are Oh, working- wait, one last thing Uh-oh. about this scene is that we get Sister Patterson saying that, you know, Buddha has a dark side. And I'm like, oh, good. She's concerned. Like, and she, for good reason, because clearly he's unpredictable, unsafe, and just generally a piece of shit. But uh, no, Sister Patterson is fooled by how good looking he is and oh, how wait. smooth he is. And that is all that matters. Mm-hmm. Cut to the next morning with the guys working out. They make it look like Buddha and Taylor made are in the gym at the same time. They might be. They might not be. I think what's more confusing is that they make Taylor made look super weak. Yes. Which... He's got some, like, slight definition, so it's not like... He strikes me as the kind of guy who probably works out as part of his, you know, American Psycho morning yes. routine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know. I, I like the idea that he's, like, standing there on the machines going, like, And they put, like... I don't know. Well, I don't know if they did it. I think we've discussed before trying to come up with what we think actually happened with... If they fucked with the weights or something. Oh, I think that they probably. I think, he looks like he's never lifted a weight in his life when he grabs the fucking cables. It's like, what are you doing? Bro? Here's my theory is that Taylor made it was a favorite from the beginning because he was willing to go along with whatever weird situations the producers put him in. Yeah. And I think one of the things that they asked him to do was to. Probably, like, use a heavier weight on the machine than he normally would use or heavier dumbbells or whatever that he You gotta look tough. Well, no, you gotta look weak. Because he probably... I feel like he's... He strikes me as the kind of guy who probably, like, runs or whatever. He may not lift weights, but he definitely isn't in bad shape. He's got his shirt off in the gym and not like he's ripped, but he's, you know, not doing badly for himself. And I just get the sense that they were like, let's do this as a juxtaposition. He's willing to make himself look kind of foolish. That is true. He was willing to go along with using heavier weights so he would look like he's struggling in the gym. That is true. 
Because it also kind of reminded me of from the season prior where they like did that one. Mr. Boston decided he wanted to be tough because Chance had kind of bested him. Right. I don't know. I just. It was just a weird choice that he was willing to go along with. And they make it like with Buddha sitting there curling. They play like rock music or something like, look how strong and tough he is. And then, of course, for the Taylor made scenes of like. Exactly. No. Is that the old fucking like fat guy trombone song? I guess. Tuba. Big Anthony comes in with a note from New York for the guys, which reads. Y'all know your girl New York loves to eat. Today, I want to see how well you can combine your flavor with mine. Decide what one dish you want to make for me, and meet Big Ant downstairs with your grocery list in 30 minutes. Entertainer immediately jumps up, screams, oh, and runs to the phone to call his mom. it's so Italian. Oh, and just runs off to go call his mom, who looks like Ginny Sack from The Sopranos. The picture... You think the picture was actually her? It is actually it her. Is? You don't remember? No, I don't when remember. When she actually comes on the show and gets into the big argument with Sister Patterson later no, on. No, it hasn't alert. happened yet. I know, but like you don't remember that from the time? Hey, ma. There are things I very clearly remember from this show and like this franchise. And one of them is... Entertainer's mom? Entertainer's mom and Sister Patterson screaming at each other. Wow. His mom mentions to him about chicken cacciatore? Chicken cacciatore. He does not like that. She then mentions shrimp scampi, and he says he's eaten that the last three days. They probably have it come catered in. Or it, it's, it's actually very easy to cook, I, I was too, just going to so. ask, because I don't eat frozen, shrimp, but... So if they have frozen... I mean, if you have frozen shrimp in the fridge, and you have butter, and you have garlic, you can make shrimp scampi. Like, there it's very easy. So it's it's also very possible that that's the case. I just thought that this was all brought in to make him look like super Italian New yes. York guy. The cameras cut quickly to the table where the guys, mostly Buddha, is talking about marinating meat. He's holding court. Like, it's not just that he's talking to them. The guys that are sitting there are like a captive audience and he's talking. It's like, oh, well, if you marinate it for like two hours, it like falls right off the bone. And I'm, I'm trying not to be bitch eating crackers about Buddha, but like it just kind the of. Yeah, it just kind of speaks to. His ability to manipulate people, how mm. even something as simple as like a cooking demonstration can just bring people to look at him like, oh, wow, really? Entertainer is back on the phone with his mother. And he mentions penne vodka, which she is very excited and confident in. He says, it's so easy. It is pretty easy. I haven't made, I don't even know if, I've maybe made sauce from scratch once, but it's not, it's not out of control. And I thought this part was very funny. Where she mentions that he needs two jiggers of vodka. And he's like, two what? Yeah. That was clearly a... There was a subtext of that yes. decision to <laughs> include it in. But that is an actual measurement of alcohol. So I also noticed in that picture, too, and you're not somebody who would notice this because you didn't know what she looked like. But if you remember what Frank's mom looks like and go back to the scene, it seems like they added more hair on her picture to make it look comically large. We're going to have to look back when the time comes, because yeah. I do not know what she looks like. Yeah. I am now excited to find out, because this is I was going to say, it being from Bergen County, you you know what I'll get, yes. Frank's mom looks like. I don't know why I keep wanting to call him Frank. I know that that's his name, but... I was going to say entertainer. Entertainer. Sorry. Taylor made says he is going to make a salad. Because he says his idea of cooking is 
ordering takeout. He's one of those guys. Wolf is going to make chicken fajitas. Smart. Smart. Simple. Just, yeah. Followed by Big Ant coming in, taking their recipes and fast well, forwarding. I guess not necessarily the recipes, but the shopping list. Yes. Very, yes. Fast forwarding to where we get a cut of a limo showing up to a place called Epicurean Inc. Yes. Are you familiar with what Epicurean no. is? It's based off this philosopher Epicurus. It's just the idea of, you know, indulging in good food mm. and drink. Nice. I like that. Good mm. way. I like that. I like that. There's also like a cooking website called Epicurious. I don't think they're affiliated. And I could not find anything about Epicurean Inc. I didn't know if, like, I found like a catering company and like a bakeware company or something like that and i was just like you know i give up so (laughs) we don't know what the uh, yelp reviews for epicurean inc are sorry new york introduces someone who's very familiar to all of us master chef mr boston oh the bitch is back and he comes out with this dorky little smile. He hugs both her and Sister Patterson, but Sister Patterson does looks not. Pain. She just looks like, this is weird. Why are you here? I hate that you're back. And I yes. hate what this represents. Mr. Boston reveals a fondue fountain of ranch dressing. And lets everyone know that they need to use at least one cup of ranch dressing in their recipes. Yeah, it's supposed to be like, that's the whole thing, like Master Chef Mr. Boston. He's like, well, as Master Chef, here's your secret ingredient that you need to add. I know what New ranch. York likes in her mouth. Yeah. I am not a <laughs> ranch person. Hashtag team blue cheese. I am team neither. Fair enough. You're team. Team? What's a team? I couldn't think of the word. Team lactose intolerant. Yes. Very true, but that has nothing to do with why I don't like either of those. I just don't it think might, they taste honestly, good. Honestly, sometimes you ever thought about that? Like you're not super into like milk or anything. It's like I maybe love because milk. it always I love milkshakes. I love Yeah, but that's not like chocolate milk. milk. Not really liking milk. I used to drink a ton you of milk. You won't drink as a kid the milk at the end of issues. your cereal. Everybody loves cereal milk. You I pour enough animal. milk where there's not really milk left at the end of the cereal. As somebody has to put those dishes in the sink, I respectfully disagree you don't with put your them assessment. In the sink. You put them in the dishwasher. Okay. Lies. Okay. No one listened to her. Sure. She's crying over non-existent milk, not even spilt. Boo. I know that was terrible. It's hard for me to gauge whether any of these things sound good. I tried to mentally replace some of them with blue cheese. It worked okay, but we will talk about it. Well, there's one you wouldn't be against. There's a couple, yeah. but I mean, honestly, all most of them could be possible. I actually thought Taylor Maid was in the perfect situation here. I know. He was freaking out because he was like, I don't think it's going to go well with my salmon salad. See, it's the like, thing is- Of course he, it fucking would. He only said salad at first, which I'm like, oh shit, ranch salad or ranch salad. Ranch on Ranch salad. Dress, dressing Duh. on a salad, like, it's very basic. People you actually are in the best scenario probably. Yeah. But, well, but he like, mentioned the salmon, which I was kind of like, eh. We'll no, see. I think people do like like Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning on salmon. Interesting. Like, I mean, I, I'm not one of those people, but people do it. It's it's not unreasonable to have put... I'm, pl- I'm sure plenty of people, like, listening to this or out in the world would... Hey, fuck you, Mike. I love ranch on my salmon. Well, Mike doesn't eat ranch or salmon. I so do he's not. the worst and barely eats a salad, so... How dare you? I like salads. You like Caesar salads, which is dressing. I like salads. I mean, I love Caesar salads. That's I love cheap. cucumbers. 
Really? Oh, cucumber salad. I mean, I know you. I, I know you. A little eat bit of a tomato. But... I can do a tomato. Sometimes if you get a little bit of like the carrot, like I don't want to call them shavings, but Ugh. like I know you don't like. It's carrots. like the one of the only things I don't eat in a salad. A little bit of onion carrot. mixed in, and you're good. I can't do like the olives peppers and shit like, like that. Too. Yeah. Oh, Not that anybody gives a I'll shit what we peppers. want. No. See, I'm course. like a. I fucking love a good salad. All I've been dreaming about is going back to chopped, so I can get That's like true. apples and their vinaigrette and i just oh i love a good salad <laughs> gorgonzola oh i love a see i'm hashtag team blue cheese all day new york and sister patterson will decide on the two winners and they, each of the two winners will get a solo day so they explain he explains this very confusingly yes. because he makes it sound like new york and sister patterson will each pick two winners when in reality each one of them is picking a winner yes and Wherever then, they like each will be the winner. Also, I noticed that New York is wearing Rockaware a lot this season and mm. this episode as well. I don't know if she was like an ambassador for them at this point or like what ambassadorship looked like at that point, which my fun fact that I learned on TikTok in regards to fashion brands and reality TV. Do you remember that time on Jersey Shore when Snooki was drunk and got arrested on the beach? Yes. So she had a I think it was a louis vuitton bag or gucci bag whichever one she had i think it was gucci probably chanel some some high fashion bag yes i remembered the story better last week on last episode but sorry anyway the reason why she had that bag is because the competitor sent her that bag like the competitor brand so let's say it was a gucci bag louis vuitton sent it to her to make Gucci look cheap and Louis Vuitton look more expensive. Terrible. It's not. Is it terrible? It's. Seems I mean, like it's good marketing. Me. It, yeah. It'll like they think that like sending it to like the girl everybody considers trashy like will bring down that brand. Whereas, Meanwhile, she seems like someone who would own more high end stuff though. I mean, in the same way, like people we knew had that kind of stuff. You know, True. your parents bought you things instead of trying to cultivate you into being like a decent human being. Mm. But anyway, I just want to know if New York was working for uh, or affiliated with Rockaway at this point. If somebody knows, let me know. Mr. Boston announces they have 30 minutes. So what the hell are you waiting for? Entertainer says he's making penne vodka. How the hell is he going to put ranch with that? Very fucky easily, you idiot. I know, but it is funny that Mr. Boston tells him, oh, well, you make the penne first, add the ranch later. And Entertainer's talking head goes like... Well, he's a chef, so I'm going to take his advice, which I love this part, because once it cuts back to the kitchen with all them cooking, there's a little bubble that pops up. Like a pop-up video bubble yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, that says, like, like he's actually an accountant. style, yeah. right. He's actually an accountant, not a chef. I an accountant. I thought fucking hilarious. Nobody I got such a kick out of it. Nobody when you say you're an accountant. What do you do? I'm an accountant. Numbers. Where do you work? At a place where accountants work. It's from TikTok. I know. I hate accounting. Well, most of the time when people are saying they are accountants, it means that they're not. Mr. Wise keeping things pretty basic, making hot dogs and fries and he'll have ranch dipping sauce. Which is funny because he was like, oh, I'll um, do a ranch dipping sauce and a ketchup. It's like, sir, Heinz is selling cranch. Well, in 2020. But like cranch is a thing. I don't know if I've ever had cranch. I mean, why would you if you don't like ranch? They just started selling a bunch of mixes 
Heinz. They're doing like and like they mixed up the names, which are really gross. So it's like mayo chup. Uh, that sounds terrible. Sounds like potato chips made out of mayonnaise. Mayo chip. Well, mayo chup. chup. Yes, C H U. Even worse. Ketchup. Must chup or something like that, like mustard. No, no, I don't even think they have a mustard and ketchup mix, which is all I really wanted for my hot dogs for the longest time, anyway. I feel like I have to make my own when I do it. I like to do that actually a lot with chicken nuggets. I'll take like spicy mustard and I'll put some ketchup and I kind of mix them up because it gives mm. it a little spice. But the mm. I don't want to say the sweetness of the ketchup, yeah. like it, but it like, what is the word? Dials it down a bit. It, that it makes sense. Cancel, yeah. It works. We need to get you like actual cooking classes so you can like learn a little bit about flavor profiles, I think. That is true. But yeah, these are things that they sell now. So it's like ranch and ketchup mayo and mustard mayo and ketchup and something else maybe mayo and barbecue sauce that's possible which is probably for somebody and that person is not me maybe q maybe q maybe not who knows i was actually surprised here with pretty and i thought this was a little sophisticated where he says that he is going to be making a cheesecake cheesecakes are not super hard to make okay and i've never made one they're they're, they're actually pretty easy i haven't yeah. made one in a very long time mm-hmm. and i've never done like an actual cheesecake cheesecake i've done like cupcake cheesecakes like mini cheesecakes. oh okay they're like pretty easy i mean i don't know if they'll have they would have had the time to do it in 30 minutes like for the cheesecake to set mm-hmm. but that really doesn't make sense either unless they have like a fucking nitroglycerin thing there nitrous, i mean no, i don't know yes, nitrous oxide is the shit the dentist use yes nit- well, i don't think part. nitroglycerin is what's in the fridge either. it's like the instant freeze well, the deep freeze it's what they'd make what, not instant ice cream what the fuck is that shit called like the flash dried like a like the there's like the instant freeze stuff like they make ice cream and like so quick but like supposedly like it tastes kind of funny well not dry ice it's like nitroglycerin i don't know this is where we this is where we need my mom She's the ice cream queen. She would know. That is true. But, she would know the answer to this. But I was thinking, this got me thinking because he was like, I don't really think ranch would go well in cheesecake. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then I was like, you know, actually, I kind of feel like if you just took out the things that made it sweet. So like the sugar and the vanilla and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you left the cream cheese because a fun little vodka sauce hack that I like to use is I put cream cheese in my jarred vodka sauce to, you know, sweeten it up, make it a little creamier. So the cream cheese can stay. But if you replace some of those sweet ingredients with savory ingredients, you could make a savory cheesecake. And then I started thinking, why are savory cheesecakes not more of a thing? Yeah, like almost like a quiche. Kind of. Different consistency, I guess. Kind of. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> no, you could do like a pretzel crust or something. But he didn't right, know. Right, that's what I'm saying. You do like a, you do like a townhouse know... cracker crust. That would be delicious. He didn't know that he was going to have to put in ranch, though. So then you ju- it's, you're not having to change anything except you not assumed, putting in but... some. Well, no, not even necessarily. You Well, one, if you're coming to the show, and even if you're trying to be on TV, the smart way to know to try to win is to like research the person you're going to be there with so you could have done a little bit of research on new york watch the show and realize she fucking loves ranch but taking that part out of it it's not like you just have to work around the ranch you don't have to really do anything different you just like i said you have to take out some of the sweeter 
ingredients, like the things that yeah. would make it a sweet cheesecake. So I'm here for savory cheesecakes. I mean, I saw that they were a thing when I Googled them, but like, why aren't they a bigger thing? It's like what people say when they walk into a cheesecake place. Oh, and I am here say- for savory cheesecakes. Okay. They're like, okay. Yeah, they had the exact reaction that I had. Sir, why are you using that accent with me? How dare you? You don't know where I'm from. Nobody is from a place where that accent exists. <laughs> it is an imaginary place. You sound like... I have spoken. You sound like James Marsden and fucking Enchanted. Like, what That's is wonderful. that accent? So I wanted to add that in the entertainer's recipe, and like I said, I haven't made vodka sauce in a very long time either, mm-hmm. that... You need a cup of cream to make a batch of vodka sauce. Like, at least a cup of cream, depending on your portion size. Mm-hmm. Either make it... I don't think... Because I don't think they're playing hard and fast with this cup of ranch thing. Like, it's not an actual episode of, like, you know, Iron Chef or whatever. Yeah. You know, just either do, you know, half cream, half ranch, or ranch instead of the cream. It just... It makes sense. Well, we'll find that in a little bit. In vodka sauce, because it's a creamy sauce. Like, if you're doing tomato sauce, then you're kind of inadvertently making it a vodka sauce by adding the cream to it. Creamy tomato. Yeah, it's just... It's not as hard as they're all trying to make it seem. Mr. Boston goes over to Buddha, looks down, says he sees a lot of vegetables and oil, just says, okay. And we find out Buddha is going to make... He says, pollo, chicken. Yes. He does not care what Mr. Boston says. He is going to do the opposite because Mr. Boston is obviously telling everyone, just use more ranch. If you think it's not enough ranch, maybe you should add some more ranch. There's not even enough ranch. It's like, geez, here we go. you know, it's not like I'm some kind of rule-following goody two-shoes, but I hate people who, like, just don't feel like rules have to apply to them. Yeah. And like I said, it's not like I think it's a hard and fast rule. Like, I'm not expecting him to use, like, a full cup of ranch. Like, I'm not expecting everybody to use a full cup of ranch. But, like, damn, bitch. To not even incorporate it in the recipe is just disrespectful to the rules. Like, everybody else sacrificed it because you didn't feel like following the rules. You At least do to... a drizzle. Just make it and make it like a a thing on the side or on top. It's very, very easy. I just don't. I just don't appreciate it. But on the bright side, Wolf is kind of in the best situation. In terms Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. if he's going to be making chicken fajitas. You, like, forget about him for a second. Some people like, oh, shit, would right. put ranch on their fajitas. Absolutely. I mean, I can't relate, but I'm sure yes, that somebody yes. out I would there not is doing that. Either, but there are people out there that would probably love it. In case it. you haven't heard, we don't really like ranch. No, so. Like, even if they, when they had sandwiches, they did, like, Wendy's with the tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. Like, I don't, and even pizza. Chicken bacon I just ranch, don't pizza. like it, no. I don't like Give it. Give me chicken bacon, no ranch. Give me buffalo chicken with blue cheese crumbles. You know what else is very underrated? French dressing is so underrated. It's so Eh, good. I love French dressing. No, not a French dressing gal. New York and Sister Patterson come back into the kitchen. New York explains how it'll work. As Sonya explained before, Mr. Boston might have been a little confusing the way he was saying things. Sister Patterson will be choosing one dish. New York another. Those are the two that will get these solo dates. First up is Entertainer. Announces he made penne a la vodka. Well, except, no, he says penne a la New York or something like that. Oh, does he? He says he doesn't call it penne a la vodka, especially because once it comes out, it looks not like vodka sauce at all. Not at it's all. It's like creamy. It looks like it's a, white. He would have actually potentially been in a good situation if he had planned to do like, so it's like a Alfredo. Alfredo. Yeah. yeah, except it's very much not that. 
Because when you look at his plate, there's pasta, there's garlic bread, and what looks like a pig potato, which is all starch city. Yes. And Sister Patterson, of course, uses uses this as an opportunity to be fat phobic because she's like, everything on this plate is fattening. And you're a pervert. Right. I just, I mean, that's just a pervert who makes fattening plates. That is a very starch heavy plate. Like you could have thrown a vegetable in there somewhere. That is true. Entertainer says that he used vanilla vodka plus tons of ranch for her. Sister Sister Patterson says it's nasty. But New York says he says he makes a hell of a pasta. She loves that he made something with ranch dressing and vodka, two of her favorite things. Which this point got to me a little where I'm thinking to myself, pretty much with any cooking show. I don't understand when they're waiting around. Yeah. Like I understand they have like not warming. a warming tray, but yeah, yeah like the holder. Trays, yeah. Like what? Like I think about like the Gordon Ramsay shows, and like these people need to make like incredible dishes to advance. You could be waiting around for 15, 20 minutes until he's gonna take a bite of this. I get it. He's a world class fucking chef. If he waits for, safe. if he waits for twenty minutes, he probably still understands how incredible something yeah. tastes. I'm pretty sure it's a warming tray situation. Yeah. And. Yeah, that would be my guess. Although, if you know how some of these cooking shows work, you know, I know that there's a lot of secrets into making them work. Like, I know the yeah. ones like the Rachel Ray's and, you know, Sandra Lee's are the ones. Like, <laughs> you say Sandra D. I had to think about it for a second, what her actual name was. But they they make them film it twice mm. just so they can get, like, the above shots versus the, like, facing shots. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. If you if you know the answer, I just would assume that it's just keeping things warm would be my guess. Wolf is next with his fajitas, which she says it's right up her alley. She takes a bite and says it is so divine. So as you said before, it was a very good idea. Yeah. Coming up now on Pretty, who says he's making, he made a Mississippi road ice. Is that right? I think he said uh, roll dice. Roll dice. Yes. Oh, well, sorry, captions. Captions did not help me today. It's a Rancho Creamy Cheesecake. And she really just spits it out and goes, you put ranch in a cheesecake? Well, if he would have just listened to me it's through true. the television 13 years later, I was gonna say, you know, back in time. he would have been able to do it right. But Very true. Mr. Wise presents his, is the word I'm looking for. I don't want to say unimpressive, but I guess unimpressive. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, the epitome of unimpressive. He brings her hot dogs and fries. You know this motherfucker cannot cook. And we're talking, like, you know, there are people, like, functional levels of being able to cook. But he strikes me as, like, never having stepped foot in a kitchen to make anything other than sandwiches. Because when New York asks him if they're hand-cut, because she's obviously very insulted by the fact that he just brought her a hot dog and fries. Understandably so. She goes, are the fries hand-cut? And his response to that is, actually, they're deep-fried. Yes. Sir, those are two completely different parts of the process. Uh, I I don't know how to begin to explain to you why that is a terrible answer. I don't think he's ever cooked fries before. I, I would not think so, no. We've all, I mean. If, I think if he knew not, how to answer that question, yeah. he would like. Like, how have you not cooked french fries out of a bag at some point in your life? That's what I'm thinking. Like, he hasn't even done that. Like, he's probably mid-20s, right? I would say so, yeah. Like, I feel like we'd all have kind of been there at some point. If you haven't, I don't know. People are just, especially with men, don't always have to have to cook. I guess. 
Punk steps up, announces that his is called the Saturday Afternoon. It's the blue cheeseburger. Why? Because he's stupid. Says he wasn't sure if she would like it, but it's something. Oh, no. She... Yes. He wasn't sure if she'd like it, but it's something new to try. You can't just spring blue cheese on no. a ranch person. No, exactly. You can't just spring blue cheese on anybody. She because she says she's not into blue I, cheese. As much as I love blue cheese, in case I have not made that clear, I fully understand that it is a subjective taste. Like, it is literally like moldy cheese. And I I just have come to terms with that. It's not the kind of thing where if somebody were saying to me, ew, I don't like blue cheese, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, no, it's a pretty yeah. reasonable like, thing it. not yeah, me, to like. Me it's too. a very strong flavor. Me too. But yeah, she just ends up spitting it out. TaylorMade comes up with what he calls his smart, sexy salmon salad. Too many names, sir. Right. Just, just call it your sa- salmon salad. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. He added a little caviar. Which I think that the producers made him do to screw him over. Yes. Because maybe she probably would have liked the salmon salad with some fucking ranch. Sounds maybe. pretty easy, simple, and basic. Yeah. Also, we forgot to say, too, that Mr. Boston advises TaylorMade that he doesn't even have to fully cook the salmon if it's covered in ranch, which is deeply unsafe advice. Disgusting. Uh, cook, cook your fish unless you are prepared sushi chef or expert in like raw ahi or whatever you know what you're fucking doing simple caviar is also a gamble like blue cheeses where a lot of people will not necessarily like it yes like why would you just spring that on somebody it's basically fish cum hey oh yeah no that makes sense fish jeez what are you even talking about like what are you saying well i'm about to talk about el pollo de new york that buddha makes where he marinated the chicken and rice in what we don't know. Sister Patterson's talking head here says it's flavorful and healthy, and she's happy that he's thinking of her daughter's health. <sighs> Which is like, well, fuck you, but I hate you. New York makes her pick. She chooses Wolf, who will have a date tomorrow. <laughs> and he's just kind of standing there like, I... He reminds me here of Pete Davidson's SNL character. Yes! What's his name? Um... Not Craig. No. That's stupid. That wasn't right. What the fuck is that character's name? Uh, it's killing me now. But the one where he goes, all right. That's all it is. Every yeah. time. Okay. Sister Patterson makes her choice, and her favorite was Buddha, who has a date tonight. I kind of wonder what made them decide about which one got which date. Because it's not like any one of them won more than the other, necessarily. Well, I guess... Also, because, like, the second date sucks. I mean, they both kind of suck, but in their own ways. So the first date sucks because it's kind of low budge. And the second date sucks because they kind of have to watch her do a fun thing and they don't get to participate in it. They could have determined beforehand like hey whoever you choose is gonna i be this and you. feel like they probably asked her which one do you want to take on which date that's true no she, she probably and i think that say. she chose the one that she was more interested in for the more intimate date yes and of so course. she could use what happened on the other date as an excuse to get rid of them ah. that's my theory and i'm sticking to it hmm. in the house it is now daytime buddha in new york kiss we get a quick cut of Taylor Maid creeping all sad standing behind a curtain. Mean it's now daytime. It's night. Date. Oh. Date time. 
Yes, got it. But yes, Taylor Maid is creepily standing, like, kind of sad behind a curtain, and all I could think is John Lovitz and the Wedding Singer. Yeah. But it's kind of a mix of John Lovitz if you take Adam Sandler's emotions after he sings Somebody Kill Me, Please. Exactly. The date is going to be dinner in New York's room. She says that she's happy that he's back. Can't say anything bad about him. She honestly just keeps gushing about, like, how attractive he is and shit. Which is the worst thing you could do to somebody like him. First of all, it's already a Just playing up to, the like, ego of a guy know. who's egotistical. It's like, right. yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, it just makes her look silly and stupid. Like, I never really thought about New York as kind of being dumb. Yeah. But it was a dumb move, and it makes her look dumb to him. Mm. You know, that she's just like, wow, you're just, like, so hot. And he's just like, great, I've got her in the palm of my hand. Yeah, thanks. What a piece of garbage. New York says here... It would be so fucked up for you to be so gorgeous and have a small penis. Which is kind of funny. It comes, comes out of nowhere, but... Not really. It's a date. What? People talk about that on dates? Mm-hmm. Man, it would suck if you have a little penis. I mean, I mean fuck, you're gonna dick shame the guy? On a date? I mean, also, just because you have a big dick doesn't mean you know how to use it. True. Buddha says, ain't gotta worry about that. He's got references if you want them. Which is not, like, the answer I'd want to hear. I'm not a jealous person or, like, I'm, I recognize that, you know, people have lives before you start dating them. But, like, why would I want to hear how good your sex game is from other women you've dated? Yeah. No, it's true. Taylor Maid is seen here pacing and worrying, saying he needs to do something about this. Wait, before you skipped over like a whole I skip? segment of this where the trust issue. Part? All right. So, well, yes, that a comes bit. afterwards. No, it doesn't. Yes. Him pacing is but during the date. It's like in the middle of the date. Okay. I have to space it. Okay. I followed. All right. So after he's pacing and saying he needs to do something, we cut back to the date. New York tells Buddha that she has trust issues. He says that her recognizing that is big of her it's not it's not and i get i get the logic of that because in in a lot of ways for certain you know obstacles to overcome mental mental health wise yes. it it makes sense to say like admitting it is the first step to kind of fixing it i mean beyond just abuse substance abuse issues or whatever it's like good to say like, oh, this behavior is problematic and here's why. But the thing is, she's not saying that it's a problem. She's saying that she has it. Like, I feel like even people as deep in their trust issues as they are, like there are plenty of people that make having trust issues a personality trait. New York is kind of one of them. Hmm. So it's kind of like her just saying like, this is what you have to look forward to. Not so much. I think that this is a problem I want to work on. Like, she does not say at any point she's interested in fixing her trust Get issues. ready to deal with this. Right. She's just saying, I have them, which why you would put yourself with somebody who's so... Oh, my God. I... He just... He he gives me very, like, Dirty John mind games. You don't know the podcast Dirty John, right? No, I know nothing of Dirty John. It's one of those, like, Dateline type of stories where it's, like, a woman named Debbie. Have a seat. A woman named Debbie who's divorced marries a guy named John. Oh, God. <laughs> they uh have, like, he ends up being a scumbag piece of shit, not that I'm saying. Oh, surprise. Step. No. What? 
I was going to say your stepdad is not that guy. Oh, I was saying based on oh. this. No, oh, no, never mind. Dad. Okay. I honestly didn't even put the names together with that whole situation. Really? Okay, so kidding. his mom is named, by the way, Mike's mom's name is Deb. Both our moms are named Debbie, but like. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But no, I was just, I always laugh when I think about that with the podcast, that like that was the case. And huh. then it turned into a TV show with Eric Bana and Connie Britton. But basically, it turns out that he's like a scammer. Oh, that I know. Yeah, that he was a scammer. And like the kids were like, I don't know, mom, I don't trust this guy. And she's like, but I'm lonely and whatever. So anyway, my point of bringing all of that up was that I feel like he's that same kind of guy. He very much like, well, this isn't a a reference you would understand. But for my Bravo people, again, very uh, Brooks and Vicky type of person. So I just, I just truly do not trust him. And she has no, like, cause she says something like, you know, I'm starting to trust you like a little bit or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. He Buddha says, says something, you but also can't she love has, somebody unless you trust which them. Is which true. is true. Broken clock is right twice a day. But like New York, why would you trust him? You literally have no reason to beyond the fact that he is really shitty. You've known him for a week. Yeah, that's about it. It seems like at this point that it's not even for the show and she is actually obsessed with him. I mean, he's a good looking guy. Like, I could see women having that reaction to him. Plus, like, he's confident. Mm. I And as much as I like confidence, typically, like, I think that there's a level of arrogance in him that I don't like. I was going to say, really? Then why'd you like me? No, I'm just kidding. Well, you're confident in your own way. Like, you're not confident when it comes to women, but you're confident in, like, social situations with friends and stuff, I would say, for the most part. I do have my confidence in other ways. Yeah. New York kisses him, says he tastes like Valentine's Day chocolates, brings him over to the mirror because she says she wants to see how good they look together. She says, look at us, perfect. And then she goes like, oh, God, while laughing at his smirk. Did you see his face? And, like, he clearly slipped his hand down there and must have, he honestly must have just, like, rubbed Grazed it. Grazed it. Just a little grazed. Yes. We'll say it. Which is hot. I don't know if I should say vagina or pussy. It's really one of those, I don't know. like, but y'all kind of catch what I'm doing. I don't really have an answer for you. Which but is I mean, hot. it. Well, it's hot, but, like, not in this situation. Not on television? Not with him. It's hot on television, just in other uh, contexts, I'm sure. Oh, okay. After the date, New York is checking in with the guys before bed. Checks in with Pretty, and they start joking about how he wears a tie every day. It's so it's so weird. He's like wandering around the house, with like a t shirt and a tie on, like a it loose is, tie. Like it's not like it's like fully done, yeah. but it's done enough. She sees Wolf and says, "We got a big date tomorrow." She goes, he "Just goes, you ready?" And no, that's it. she. The way she says it, it sounds like saying, "You have a big ass date tomorrow." Oh, I missed that part. But yeah, it's not like I both times I watched it, like tricked me into thinking she said um, it's literally I the have only a, thing have a big ass dick goes on with him on this show. Yeah. Punk says he knows Buddha is the biggest competition. He kind of walks in with a funny face here, too, which I thought was kind of funny. But Taylor made walks upstairs with New York. They talk a little quickly before Punk actually comes up the stairs and she screams like you can tell this is she's definitely drunk. And everything, but she's, she's again, like enjoying it's, it's, herself. It's her femdom thing. She's trying to get a rise out of Taylor Made yes. by doing this big dramatic overreaction to Punk. Like just he just she just wants to get a rise out of Taylor Made, basically. Yeah. I don't think she'd be that excited to see Punk. Like they've clearly hit it off, but she doesn't like him like that. She thinks she, he's a nerd. He's just a hot nerd. So she's willing to tolerate it for now. Yes. 
So she jumps on Punk, and they start, like, making out, and you see the camera there on them, and it, like, just pans left a little bit, and Taylor Mate's just standing there. It's like, uh. Yeah, he's got a lot of weird pan-over moments this week. Yes. So this moment seems to influence him to call La Perla. A high-end. Which is, it's, it's a lingerie. Yeah, it's like a high-end lingerie store, yeah. It's what I, yeah, I googled, and that's what I saw. And he ends up spending 800 and fifty five dollars and thirty six cents. That is too much money for something you are immediately taking off. That is the Very point. True. Very true. I'm not gonna knock anybody if that's anybody's thing, and not even like kink shaming thing. But if that's like the way you feel good about yourself, that no, makes yo. sense to me. I boost just... your confidence. I don't know. No, good for you. For it's like you say, just not your thing. And it's like you say, it's gonna come off. And I agree with you. Time for Wolf's date. Where he is chilling outside with Buddha by the pool, just talking about the date. Where he is getting all the farts out now before the date. Oof. Oof is a way. Poof. Oof. Ugh. It's, it's, you gotta let it out now. Get it out. New York comes in and tells him she's bringing him somewhere special for her career. It's an acting gig and it's gonna be on the show Nip Tuck. I mean, I Pretty cool. sort of watched it. It was it's of my Ryan Murphy shows, which there are a few. I liked it. It is not one of mine. It always like made me very uncomfortable. Well, yes, I, mean, I feel for like a variety of reasons. Of the show, but yeah, like beyond just the graphic surgery scenes, it was also just uncomfortable subject matter very often. True. What was her name? Kelly Carlson was kind of the it thing for a little bit too with that. I don't really remember. I forget the character she plays, but she's like the blonde that's... Is she dating Julian at the time? Oh, I think I know or who Christian, you're talking about. Or Christian, but Julian about. McMahon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was a little bit of a thing. She was on like Maxim and FHM and all those for a bit. Yeah. Vaguely remember her, yeah. A little bit of an awkward limo right here, too, I thought. It was I very, mean, like, quiet. He doesn't strike and... me as the kind of guy that, like, would contribute a lot to a conversation. He's not... I, I was going to say like, that. He's not a conversationalist. The show works hard to to make southern people look dumb like they really try hard to make him look like a country bumpkin yeah and i don't think that it is because he is southern and or you know any sort of socioeconomic statement i think that he is just good looking enough to have never needed to have developed a personality or like his education yeah. like he could get by on being hot because he's really hot that's it. And they really just try to play up this country bumpkin card, though. So we see Ryan Murphy here. What a surprise that was. With his interview saying he wanted the biggest reality star on television to come on the show. And that, of course, is New York. He does seem like a legitimate fan of oh, the I, show. Oh, I would put money on Ryan Murphy actually watching these shows. Especially because he loves a sassy black woman, as we can see by the characters he underwrites on all of his shows. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, Mercedes was one of the only characters to never get a full backstory, despite being... A, the most talented singer on the show, and B, there from the fucking beginning. That is true. He underwrote the shit out of her, and I will be so salty about it to this day. And Naya Rivera, he obviously gave her, which you could go into colorism and, you know, plus size discrimination and all of that stuff. And obviously Naya Rivera is really good at, was really good at delivering bitchy lines. R.I.P. I miss her tremendously every day. I just, I mean, he wrote for her great, but, like, it's, apparently there's that one scene, though, where, like, she goes all the way off on Kurt 
it's like a famous like read one of Santana's famous reads mm-hmm. and uh Naya said in her book that she hated doing that scene she hates when people bring it up because Ryan Murphy purposely wrote it knowing all of Chris Colfer's insecurities oh wow and wrote it to make him feel bad like to yeah. really to you get, get the check. reaction yeah. yeah and how they hated filming it uh I mean, it doesn't seem like he held it against Naya of course but like you know it just whatever Ryan Murphy is really shitty to black characters I mean he made Nini a I mean, Nini is a joke in her own way, but like the only black woman he knows how to write for is Angela Bassett. But Angela Bassett is like God tier actors, you know? So it's like he's not looking at her as a black woman. He's looking at I mean, and I can't even say that for sure because I don't haven't watched a ton of American Horror Story. Mm. So I I only watched the first like two seasons. I mean, if you're an American Horror Story person and you think that Angela Bassett was under underwritten for let me know. The rest but, is still unwritten. I don't know. I love People versus OJ, though. You do. It's like my favorite miniseries ever. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Cuba Gooding Jr. is a terrible casting choice for OJ, but everything else about it is perfect. Sarah Paulson and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha episode is probably one of my favorite episodes of television, period. I, oh, I how could somebody so evil, a.k.a. Ryan Murphy, create something so good? Do you- Ryan Murphy brings Wolf and New York into the office, gives New York a bottle of Dom Perignon. Which she mispronounces in a way. I felt like it was on purpose. Yes. Perignon. Is that how she said it? Yeah. Perignon. And then like realizes she made a mistake, quote unquote. I, I don't buy it. Ryan Murphy's first impression of Wolf, though, is he is a guy out there to get the ladies well, no, New he York says, likes thugs and stuff. No, like, he says he doesn't seem. I had to go back and listen to. He it does too. not seem like he the said, one for oh, her. I yeah, he said no. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who was going after ladies because he seems oh. pretty well mannered, like pretty relaxed. I know I misheard it the first time too. It's kind of confusing, but no, huh. he thinks that he's like he seems too um like nice and relaxed for New York. Personally, I just feel like this is like a fucking terrible date. It's a boring date. It's uncomfortable because he's not a big conversationalist either. But also, I kind of feel like Buddha would be a terrible person to bring on this date because... He's going to try to get himself on the show? Or just be like, try to sabotage her success type of guy. Also true. Like, he seems like the kind of guy who would not want a wife who outshines him. Which, by the way, did you hear that That's Offset true. Origi- like apparently is like really mad at Cardi after WAP? Why? It's like a rumor... Because he didn't want her putting out that sort of music. Oh, fuck him. Did he cheat on her a bunch and shit, too? Oh, yeah, fuck that's... you, Offset. If you ever hear this Offset, fuck you. If you're a big fan of him, okay, like music if you want, but fuck him. Yeah, no. Let her have her fucking moment, you piece of shit. Wolf and New York are running through some lines. They end up actually passing out together in the trailer. We get... I definitely think is a fake sound effect of a fart. It is 100% a fake sound effect of a fart. I do believe he did actually fart while in there. It's probably a silent but deadly one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Silent but alarmy in this case because it woke her up. He blames the raw tuna that she... Tuna? <laughs> tuna that she had him eat because he was hungry in there. Normally, he doesn't eat that kind of stuff. But in all this, New York now gets called onto the set. 
I thought this was a very sweet moment that they announce her coming onto the set and everyone gives her like a very nice ovation, cheers. And... We're skipping over so much stuff. What else did I miss? There was that whole scene where like she's trying to get him to try different foods and he's like, I'm probably not going to like it, which is like. Oh, the so most... that's where the farts came from. Well, I know, but it's also like one of the most annoying things that an adult can say. And yes, I understand that allergies are a thing and there are issues surrounding like certain neuro typical like neuroatypical disorders i can't even fucking oh my god you y'all know what i'm saying that there are like picky eating things related to that and all of that i understand i don't think that's what's at play here he seems like the kind of man to go out and order chicken fingers from every restaurant he goes to or a steak also i thought I'm it was weird i also I, but you know what i'm saying though like it's like you won't branch out and try anything else. Like yes. you'd order steak at a place that may not specialize in steak, but just because you don't really like anything else on the menu. True. Or because you need to eat meat because you're a man. Also, I forgot to mention, too, that it was weird that Ryan Murphy brought up the point of she likes straight up thugs. Like, sir, please stay in your lane. Uh and I forgot, forgot. I can't believe this because, like, I scrolled up accidentally in my notes that during that whole uh Taylor made being pissed at Buddha thing about the date. Uh, he's coincidentally wearing a Buddha shirt, like Buddha, like the statue, oh, and the God. religion, and like the no. you know, higher power. Like Buddhists. Yes. So yes, now we will move forward to New York. Gets her announcement as like a little entrance while she's going on to set to film. I thought it was nice. No, I thought it was very sweet. She got to be like queen for a day. You know, her exciting moment all of this really is i think a setup for new york goes to hollywood oh yeah that's interesting i didn't think i didn't really watch that but i now see why you would yeah. say that because it's it just is sort of testing the waters about how people feel about just watching new york kind of do other stuff that's not related to dating yeah that's how all this felt but, i mean i do believe this was a genuine opportunity i wish i would have gone back to watch the episode of nip tuck but i didn't feel like it I was also super excited to see Leslie Grossman here. Who I, apparently I, got along very well with her. They said they got along great. I mean, Leslie Grossman seems really sweet. Like, she's a she shows up on Watch What Happens Live. on. She probably fucking loves I Love New York as well. Oh, I'm sure she did. And I just, I've loved her since I used to watch, uh, what's it called? Um, popular in college. Mm. Even though I was not, I was not in college when it aired, but... One of my friends had the DVD of the only two seasons, which they left that show in the weirdest cliffhanger. Really? Yeah. And that like it was a cliffhanger at the end of the season. And then no more, no more show. That's it. It's like, hey, fuck it. They show the scenes here of Christian and her going back and forth. Like she's supposed to be playing herself. She's herself. Yes. In a way that I thought would have been funny if she would have been playing like a version of herself named after some other state. Like if she would have just been like Nebraska or California or something like that instead of New York. Yeah. I think she is actually like into him here. I mean, she could also be a little starstruck. No, I mean, also actor. he's like a good looking guy. Also, yeah. did you know that he's the son of an Australian prime minister? I did not. Like the former Our prime former... minister. Wow. I know, which is weird because I was like, oh, I guess he has an Australian accent this whole time. Let me hear what his actual voice sounds like. Nope. And then I went to um, some interview. It was like a recent one, like over Zoom with some weird entertainment website. And 
he's got the same Christian voice. It's just certain words occasionally have an Australian accent. Hmm. I was like, this is somehow more confusing than him having an Australian he, accent. I was, I was thinking, expecting Hugh Laurie well, type. I was, I was ex- not Hugh Laurie, but I was expecting like Matthew Reese. Oh, okay. From the Americans. Like he's got a, a British. I think he's British. I don't expect anybody to be what fucking Hugh Laurie is, but I just was very confused that Julian McMahon does not have an accent, really. Like, and it's not even like, because I was like, oh, maybe like his mom is like American. No, he just like generally kind of sounds like an American, just says certain words with an Australian accent. It kind of reminded me of like that girl that you graduated with who like moved from England when like a year. She was in my class in eighth grade. Yeah. That's like, when she moved here. And then, but then by the time I knew her when she was a sophomore, she had no British accent I anymore. Mean, her accent was never. I expected her to come when you've never met anyone from Britain and you think to yourself, like, oh man, someone from England's like coming to our class. I was expecting to, like, oh, what we going to learn today? You know what I mean? <laughs> Almost like, I know that was very brain from, or Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, like, what are you, some I expected, like... What is it, you, like, auditioning for Oliver one? over here? I expected, like, a hardcore, like, accent. And she really didn't have too strong a one at all. Well, first of all, there are a lot of different kinds of British accents. I they don't know. all sound But like, like I that. said, turn to page 235. You know, like, I expected that. <laughs> if, if we have any english listeners listen this is me doing i'm obviously just we, doing you, this you already know that we're dumb americans exactly. so whatever but i i don't know like i remember because she was in my spanish class i think blake was in that class too okay and i mean i guess i'm assuming he knew i didn't know even though blake didn't go to middle school with you guys but like i feel like i was very caught off guard when she says she grew up in england i was like Buckwild, where did your accent go? Like, oh God. Like, what? Like, why don't you have, like, even a hint of it? Like, uh, that was the part that was most confusing is she didn't. Well, you figured there'd be a hint. I never guessed. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe certain words she would have said, but I didn't catch on. Like, I don't know. It was very confusing to me. As he's leaving, he does give her, like, a little kiss because she asked him if he has love for New York. I thought that was kind of nice. Julian, by the way. We're back on. Yes. We're still on Julian. Not, not Ryan Murphy. And or he, Wolf like, or... awkwardly gives this answer of, like, you mean the place? or And she's like, like no, city, like, yeah. me. And he's like, he kisses her on the mouth. Well, he probably has no idea what her show's about. I would assume they would inform He looked him. very, like, I don't know. I expected him to handle it a little bit more tactfully than he did. Ryan Murphy says, she came, she saw, she acted, she smoked. Which, of course, she fucking smoked. Yeah. No, that's like the perfect way to describe it. New York is walking out with one of the assistants. And she asks, so everything was a rehearsal? Did we shoot any scenes? And the assistant tells her that they shot everything, which she gets a kick out of. Like, that was what was so weird, too. She was like, so was that all rehearsal? And the woman's like, no, like, we filmed it. And you're just like, ah! So I'm telling you, this is all a setup for New York Goes to Hollywood. So she can look completely clueless about the industry. Like, it's not like she doesn't know how things are filmed. She films a fucking reality show. That is true. Like, it's not like she has no television experience. This is now her fourth television show. Back in the house, she tells Wolf she had a great time with him today. Although, to us, it did not seem that way. She was glad it was with him. It just was also kind of reminded me, like... I'm trying to think of how to explain it, where it's like she's kind of like, I've heard all I needed. I've seen what I need to see. And 
no. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what it is. Like, she had a nice time, and that's her polite way of saying that before she's going to let him go. Heading downstairs, Punk is there. So New York and Punk go to have some one-on-one time. He tells her that if he doesn't see her for the day, he feels down. When he sees her, his day turns around. He's trying to be sweet here. A Don't scammer. make a sigh. You might not hear a that scammer. over this. A scammer. Yeah. I'm sorry. You guys have not. And I. And this is not me saying I don't believe you can develop strong, even love feelings for somebody in a week. That is not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying in this scenario with heightened emotions and little sleep and lights and alcohol and probably a decision in the first place that you came here just to be famous. I do not believe he is. He means a single thing that he's saying. It's definitely possible. I mean, especially here when he tells her that he's starting to fall in love with her. New York says, let your emotions run at the exact time Buddha comes out and says, speaking of running, let me take you over here for a second and actually takes New York away, which now is leading to kind of a punk first Buddha. He's like, I can't believe he would do this to me. And it's like, what did you expect? Yeah. Literally, why did you think that he'd have any respect for you or this relationship ever? And in fairness to Buddha, which I hate saying, like, it is, it's not America's Next Top Best Friend. Like, this is a competition show. You should have known that this was going to come down to this. You were going to all have to turn on each other at some point. Oh, this is what, never mind. I fucked up earlier with the camera panning part on Taylor Made. This is the awkward part. She goes inside. Pretty carries her up the stairs. This is kind of funny because yeah, because she gets carried up in the stairs twice. Her ass episode, is kind of so. hanging out. She's like, "Oh shit!" and like, kind of like tries holding her dress down. They start making out, and this is where the camera, like, it's on them, and it literally pans left the smallest little amount, and Taylor Maid is just awkwardly, creepily standing there, like waiting for their makeout session to finish so he could talk to her. I don't know what is it's happening weird. here. New York says bye to Pretty. Taylor made says he has a gift for her. She opens it up, sees it's lingerie, says it's beautiful, lace negligee, very expensive. She does actually seem genuinely excited about this. She gives him the kiss, like, ooh, yay, woohoo, like, excited, sugar daddy kind of vibes. Ugh. I don't know. It was just weird. And she's just like, he can buy me anything, and it's it's fine. And, like, it, just disappointing across she the makes board. a valid point here, though, in her talking head, saying that some of the guys don't seem to realize this is a dating show, which I'm, he's bringing gifts and doing all this, giving her attention. The other guys are going out of their way to kind of talk I mean, to her. It's also like a big ask. If these guys were like super successful in their own right, like would they be doing this kind of thing? That's true. Probably not. So like, I mean, first of all, I it wouldn't even have occurred to me to bring in outside materials to try to woo somebody. Yeah. But definitely not like if I spent a bunch of money flying out to get here and, you know, trying to figure out how to get home and build a career for yourself after this. Like, you know, money, money's fucking tight. It's hard out here for a pimp. It's the first time I think I've said that this season, but it is, I you think. know, it's, it's kind of unfair to wield your, to throw your money around in this way. I don't know. I'm not like saying he shouldn't be doing it, but like, it's kind of an unfair advantage and it's kind of annoying that New York is so shallow about it. Yeah. Also all that money for just one thing. Can't relate. Yes. Elimination time. Talking heads of Taylor made. Says he doesn't know how he stands going into tonight. She te- yeah. 
says she told him he's number one in her heart, but he uh, she could be telling that to every guy. Buddha is feeling confident. She's looking for someone to connect on multiple levels with. He knows he could be that guy. Mr. Wise says if he's sent home, he will be upset. He's been well, le- should have thought about that before you made fucking hot dogs. Yes. He's been legit, sincere, genuine. Hope she realizes that. Wolf, of course, sticking to the only character arc they've given him this whole season. Can't go home tonight. Ain't no way New York can send me home without seeing my package. Yeah, these talking heads reminded me a lot, or of Wolf specifically, reminded me a lot of like parental control and like exactly next. like very forced very put upon very full of shit even by a, the standards of this ridiculous show yes sister patterson walks into the room followed by new york she's now wearing the nightie that taylor made gave her boobies all out and about and everywhere yeah i mean that's i guess that's a good way to know that you're gonna be safe there you so. go new york announces some have started to separate from the pack some from her she needs a that man. was actually a pretty good line, I have it to is. say. She needs a man that's aggressive, wants to hang out with her, chill with her. Punk says the other guy should be nervous. She says it's not about... Uh, this is the line I like. She said it's not about willing, winning challenges. It's about winning her time. Which is kind of the only way you can fucking stay on the show. Yeah. I mean... New York says this is the order she feels the guys are making the most effort in. Which, like, fucking duh. Isn't that kind of how it's always kind of supposed to go? That's what I'm saying. Like, it just, like, you're you're the guy who you think is doing the most for you and to be with you, like, gets the first chain. And subsequently, like, the guy you also are feeling as much because they're putting in the time and effort gets the next chain. And then the guy who goes home is typically the one who put in the least effort. This isn't a groundbreaking approach to this process. It's the way the world works. First chain goes to Taylor Maid. Obviously, given she's wearing the gift. Yes, went from the doghouse to the penthouse. Second chain, Buddha. Obviously can't get the first one because he just come back from the elimination thingy. Or being kicked out, rather, elimination. Well, also that she was wearing like the dress from Taylor Maid, like the negligee makes it different. Yes, that is true. I did notice here that he kind of hugs her awkwardly with, like, one hand in his pocket. He doesn't fucking like her. He doesn't at all. (laughs) That Billy Idol line we keep using. Even women are possessions to him, that thing? Yes, that is Buddha's, yes. CD players. See, that's a little bit better of an English accent, I guess. It's a different kind of British accent. Fancy cars, CD players. Even women are possessions to him. There we go. You got the whole line. Nobody talks to Billy Idol that way. (laughs) Get out of my way, Billy. Third chain goes to Punk. I kind of see this order. I get it. Yeah, this is exactly the order you kind of think it's all going to go in. She feels him, says he's trying to get in touch with her heart. Although he does say the first chain should have been his and he's going to take it, which she kind of likes the fire that he's bringing now. Okay. Fourth chain goes to Entertainer. Needs more time with them. I feel like this is there's always one person every season where they do this. Well, I mean, it's hard when you have when you're doing like one to two day turnarounds. That's true. On eliminations, and like you have to try to fit in time with everybody when you've got a bunch of people too that are like actively competing for your time. It gets hard. Yes. Fifth chain goes to Pretty, who's got nothing but love for New York tonight and every night, and the sixth 
And now final chain. Going based on effort. She says it's tough, but not that hard for her. We get talking heads. Wolf says he's go- if he goes home, he'll be appalled. And then he asks the producers, That's, is that a bad word, right? It doesn't mean something good? Okay. Himbo. Like you said. It Original really, himbo. himbo. Yes. Himbo. I gotta remember that word. I wanna start using that. How many contacts would you have to use it? I don't know. Well, at work, I might be able to. That makes even less sense. Mr. Wise says he's never 100% in any any elimination that he may go home. Understandably so. He doesn't really stand out above a crowd. Even, even if, if he yep, has got a shadow there you go. Yeah. New York says the sixth and final chain will now go to Mr. Wise. I guess. She Makes says sense. he's growing on her, made an impact, but he's been laying low. She says, do you want me? He says, yes. Show it. Got to do more than just say it. There you go, yes. Indeed. New York calls up Wolf. Says he's a really nice, sweet country bumpkin. Will never fit into the exciting life of Hollywood, so she's got to release him. Although as he's going by, she says, we're going to get ribs together one day or whatever you guys do down in Texas. We get his talking head outside where he says she's missing out on a lot. And he does mean a lot. And then he starts, like, undoing his pants. Haha, because that's, like, his whole fucking Yeah, like, the arc. whole, again, very next parental control style. That's all it is. Right. And then we cut back inside the house. Sister Patterson stands up, says... Who lo- she actually, I have to give her credit, looks fantastic in yellow. Yeah, good for her. Says, these six guys deserve to be here. Glad they're here. But now hurry up and destroy each other and get it over with. Which is kind of like, all that's right, That's not good it. advice. Like... It's pretty terrible advice. I think I've said this on the show before, is that she gives off very, uh, like, Mr. McDowell vibes from yes. uh, from Coming, coming to, to America. America. Yes. Where it's like, I don't care what any, like, how you feel about my daughter or what you, you know, bring emotionally to the table. Like, you just have to be rich and handsome and that's it. And apparently go. not Italian. Pretty, uh, pretty simple. Just don't be a pervert. Well, you can be a pervert, just not. Okay, so that's how the episode ends. We do not get a credit scene this week, but... Well, we don't know if we, we don't do. We don't know if there's a credit scene. Because we're forced to watch do... it on somewhere you have to Google. Yes. Do you agree with who went home? I mean, I guess. Like, she didn't have chemistry with him, really. Not at all. I he's good like looking, he but it. He, yeah, he's good looking, but boring. He's just... like, what's her name? Tamara? Tamara. There you go. Just a himbo. That's just all it it is. That's all it is. I think with everyone who's still there, I really can't go against it just yet. Yeah, exactly. We do get the preview for next week, though, and Ah, it looks great because not only, as we mentioned, our chance and real coming back, we also get to see the guy's ex-girlfriends. That is true. So I'm excited to get to know them a little bit better in that way. Find out if they're perverts, if there are actually, what is that word? Restraining orders. Yeah. The way they say they are. Well, mm. I don't think it would be the girlfriend with the restraining orders, the one that's coming. And, you know, oh. he's got so many references about his dick. Oh, my God. I'm just ready to go back to, like, Rock of Love universe. Who'd have thunk it? Never. I can't I never believe thought. Oh, boy. So that's the episode. We hope that you enjoyed it better than we enjoyed watching it. 
It makes me want. We have to go back and watch Nip Tuck now on the, at least that episode yeah, just to support right. her. How dare you? I, I just I can't. I'm not in a place in my life to watch gross, uncomfortable content like that. So. Uh, Plus, there's like so many shows with the with the Emmys last night that we like apparently don't watch. Y'all, let me know because I know that like we should be watching Ozark, we should be watching Succession, we should be watching um what's the other one? Killing Eve. We just have it. We I, should watch Succession. That one worked. It was not bad. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. So just tell us what we should be watching, I guess. Also, in terms of that, we started watching Lovecraft Country. I forgot to mention that at the top. We have to continue it. We have to continue it. We only watched two episodes so far, the first two episodes, right? And um, they were good. I'm I'm not a big sci-fi person, and Mike had to learn who H.P. Lovecraft was and also that he was a racist. Yeah, I had no idea. Never heard of him. But now it kind of makes sense being called Lovecraft Country and they're surrounded by nothing but racists pretty much. It seems. Yeah, it's a little weird, but it's enjoyable enough. I don't know anything else that you're watching at the moment. Well, I've continued the boys. Yeah, they release new episodes every Friday. It is incredible. I love it. There's twists and turns every week. I mean, the superhero aspect and it's kind of just like the deeper meaning of things at times, whether you look at the political spectrum or yada, 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 however you kind of want to look at it. It's awesome. I love it. Outside of that, um, not really. True. That's about it. The Cowboys had an incredible comeback. It's crazy to think that the Falcons blew a 28-3 to lead in the Again? Super Bowl. And they're the first team to ever have, I think they said, 30 to points. score 39 points. And, like, have the lead at a time in the fourth quarter or whatever and lose. And the record was, like, 400-something and oh, And now they are the one. Oof. They uh, – I don't know. I mean, I don't root for them. I'm honestly a Cowboys fan, but the Falcons – You don't like to see anybody else. lose like that. No, it's – well, I mean, unless my team's the one winning in that case. Either makes, way. Makes me angry at DraftKings for not letting me live bet because their fucking servers were down because people were going nuts trying to bet on the – other games that were about to start i started watching barry again with my mom and it's still good oh it's so good I barry love, is another good recommendation I, I know we've probably talked about it in the past yeah we definitely did it is so good highly recommend although it's like it's dark but not as dark as one would expect yes i think i we probably said that at the time yes. you get a lot but, of moments like oh but yes there's a lot of fun. i don't know like just considering what the show is described as it's actually like funny and enjoyable and granted i'm a little biased because i have an inexplicable crush on bill Hader. that is true you do but it's still an entertaining show absolutely as well i love it i felt like that noho hank was like the best part when he showed up on the emmys oh the as the uh yes oh my god that was so good but anyway Rate, review, subscribe, tell friends who don't suck. Yes, five stars, Five stars. Definitely tune in next week. It's going to be a really good one, I'm sure. Exciting. So we look forward to being in your ear holes once again. I knew I said every time I say ear holes, it makes you so uncomfortable. It's so funny. Well, it's just, no, not that it's uncomfortable. I just thought that was weird because it immediately makes me, you say like, in your ear holes. Then I think a fucking family guy. I know, in the ear. I know. They were doing it. In the ear. Oh, my God. Anyway, we're going to be putting up Patreon episodes soon. And 
Yeah, I think that's all we have going on, right? You can follow the show on social media, except that I'm posted there and forever. At Rewind Love Pod on Twitter and Instagram, yes. Rewind Love Podcast on Facebook. Definitely haven't posted there in a while. You can follow me on Twitter at Sonia Marie Says. I am at Mr. Feeney519. Did you mention our Patreon again? Yeah, I did. Oh, well, fuck me, right? <laughs> but anyway, everyone, please stay safe, stay healthy, make good choices. We love you. Be smart. We Thank all you hope so you're much doing for fantastic. Listening. We are hoping that you're doing the best given yes. all of the chaos right exactly. now. If you are scared, I don't know what to tell you to comfort you, but that we're all in this together. Jeez. I don't know. I ran yes. out of things to say. This is probably a good time for us to probably wrap it up. Yes. We love you all. Yes. Thank we you. We, we are so grateful for all of you listening and tuning in every week or rather whenever I yes. am in a mentally sound enough place to put up the episodes. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Indeed. Bye. Bye.